0: Live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studio in Boston, Massachusetts, and the Gurkha Cigar Studio in beautiful British Columbia, welcome to the Smoking Tobacco Show, with your hosts, Matt Tobacco and Mitchell Santaga.
1: Here it goes. I'm gonna do this. Buenos I heard that, so fuck off. Alright? I heard all you guys over there. Buenos Signori, signori! And benvenuti! Hey, on Alta Puntata dello spettacolo, no, I already fucked that one up. Di Tobacco de Fumo in Italian. That is welcome to the Smoking Tobacco Show, another episode of the Smoking Tobacco Show. My name is Matt Tobacco from SmokingTobacco.com, and I am joined by SmokingTobacco.com fellow associate Mitchell Santaga. I am in the JC Newman Cigar Studios. And Mitchell Santaga is in the Gurkha Cigar Studios in beautiful British Columbia. Um Smoking plain packaging tonight on his birthday. That's right. Shout out. Happy birthday to Mitchell Santaga, who turned a mere 19 a years nice old today. Birthday. He's uh, <laughs> pretty soon he'll be able to drink in the United States. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Mitchell's 31. Um, uh. And I'll be 30 this year. So and it's funny. People, people assume that I'm a lot older than Mitchell, that Mitchell's older yeah. than me. That's the hilarious part um but mitchell
0: anyway it's your birthday how are you doing wonderful doing wonderful i'm glad to be here puffing on a little toscano cigars sipping on a beautiful drink it's wonderfully warm here 25 degrees celsius was that like 78 79 it's uh it's perfect you know i i couldn't i couldn't be asking for a better birthday um, i had a wonderful dinner last night at a Beautiful restaurant and uh, an awesome brunch as well. Had some pulled pork pancakes. Oh, oh!
1: Look at this. This is nice. This is nice. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing, I'm hearing this delightful treat, all about your birthday. And it sounds like you had a hell of a birthday. Um, I, you know, I'll admit so far, so I, I knew it was coming. I woke up this morning and I forgot. Um, I had the water break scare. False alarm. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> So I th- I, for a second there I thought it was go time. Um, but uh yep. I, 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 then like after that fucking calm down, I'm like, Oh shit, it's Mitchell's birthday. Like, fucked any it. moment. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. I fucked that one up. I should have texted you right away. Um but no. It's it is a fantastic day. We are it's a, another pairing episode. We have actually two of these on the docket for the rest of you. We have one tonight. And another one, both of them Toscano, with Michael Gappellini, who I'll bring on in a second, we um, will be doing in the fall, I think October. Um, so this is the first of the two. Um, I think we may have done one or two of these recipes before in the drinks, but the cigars are different. And most notably, we're going to be talking about Toscano's new Master Age series. The 1, 2, and 3 debuted at the PCA 2022 trade show last year. And this year, a few weeks ago, uh, we were all there and Toscano unveiled their Master age 4 so this is the Master age four we're gonna start with this one tonight and then we're gonna get into uh, the next pairing which we'll talk about later. I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves um, but really excited it's gonna be fun let's bring Michael on uh, he's no stranger to this show and I love when he comes by and graces us with his presence because he's the man there he is there's daddy cap
0: well you got you got a great. You got a grade on on the uh, the how how did he do for the Italian speaking?
1: I did better before the show.
2: <laughs> you, well, here's the, here's the thing: if you just kind of flew through it and, and flowed with it, I, I would have given you an A. But I got I got to give you a a, a B on that one. Michael, don't be don't song. be light
1: on me. Give it, you know.
2: And he said, no, 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 no. I'm I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, yeah. I was going to go ahead and I was going to actually go. Volevo parlare in italiano, fronte di tutte le gente stasera, però. I didn't want to do something mean to you and speak Italian in front of everybody like I just did. No, that's uh, okay.
1: Then, that's okay. I don't mind. So, <laughs> that's but, why you're uh, here.
3: No, you, did, you did good. You
2: did good, really and truly. You did good. and, and uh, I want to thank you guys before we get started for always um, being so hospitable. Uh, Toscano's really happy to be uh, part of the, the show, as always. And uh Matt, I'll give you your twenty dollars later for giving me that wonderful compliment in the opening segment. So. Mm,
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: oh, happy do. birthday,
2: Mitchell, by the way.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
2: Why don't why didn't we talk about this before the show? I didn't know.
0: I
1: was surprised. I, yeah, I don't it's I was I was more concerned with just getting the show on the road and I was all wrapped up in I would have uh, had a
2: birthday cake
3: for
1: you and everything. You know, I, it's it's been a wild day, as you both know. Uh, mm-hmm. I I went from being Ready? like, "Hey, this show might not happen," to like, "Never mind, we're good." <laughs> so in like an hour, or so I mean, <laughs> I'm just I'm just happy we made it. <laughs> um, and it's still it's gonna go time. off. And, and it's <laughs> hey, anytime, you know, it's we are we are in the red zone. Okay, it is red zone time. So. I don't know today it was an incomplete pass you know sometimes that happens but next time it it could be a touchdown
2: you're not uh not alone in that i told you that this afternoon when you were talking to me about it that happened to us too we thought for sure it was the it was game time and it was not and then angelo came um what three days after yeah three days after his due date so
0: wow i was just hoping your baby would share share my birthday that's you know
2: (laughs) oh that would have been neat
1: well, it's funny. Nicole's dad's birthday is tomorrow, so mm,
2: there you go. Maybe it's gran- meant for
1: that. She, she, and Grandpa might, uh, might uh, share a birthday. It, we still have time, you know. I don't know.
0: Still, we got time,
1: <laughs> so that's possible too. A lot of August birthdays around us, so that's uh, that's interesting. She'll uh, definitely be added to the mix. I mean, she's 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 gonna be here within the next two weeks, regardless. So we'll see. We'll see how it all unfolds. But anyway, we'll uh, we'll get back to the kids in a second. But I just want to make sure we get this show kicked off correctly. Let's talk about what we're smoking tonight first. Michael, I'm going to let you talk about the pairing, but we do also have our Cigars of the Night segment brought to yep. you by none other than our favorite retailer. Come on, Michael. You know who it is. That's right. It's the two- number two, cigars.com The Cigar Authority broadcasts live from where? Salem. I know. C- c- cigar stage. Wow, you, wow, Michael, you, you just, you just let yourself down. Salem, Salem oh. New Hampshire. <laughs> <stage>. Live <laughs> from the Toscano Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire. And I'm like, where does the Scar Thirty broadcast out? Oh, Salem. Oh yeah, just some hole in the wall.
3: <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. R- P- R.I.P. Barry
2: fun being the brand ambassador because if my company sees this, that's it. It's over. So, well, yeah. you know what? I just got you
1: back for shitting on me for my poor Italian. So now we're even. <laughs> Touché. 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 Oh, man. I'm sure Garofalo and the boys would love the ball busting during this segment. But we're brought to you by the number two guys cigars.com. If you head over to the number two guys cigars.com today, you can find an entire selection of Toscano cigars as well as an amazing selection of all other cigars from the cigar industry as well as cigar accessories. Head over there today and get some Toscano cigars at the number two, guyscigars.com. Um, so our, we're going to be do, doing two pairings tonight. I'm going to let Michael take the lead on these, but I'm just going to kind of warm them up. The first one we're doing is Toscano's new Master Aged Four, as well as the yep. Godfather cocktail. Um Mike, I'll let you build on that and explain more while also maybe just give everyone just a light refresher on the Master Age collection and what it is and uh, all sure. of that as well.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, first and foremost, everybody out there, the initial first pairing was supposed to be the Aperol Spritz with Toscano Garibaldi. But Matt loves the uh, God much much that we started with it. And I'm actually mad. I gotta tell you buddy. I'm real happy that we did because it's uh, oh, so it's a good. perfect night. Like Mitchell said here in in Jessa, Pennsylvania too, it is very it's a gorgeous night. It's cool, but it's still warm enough if you want to go in the pool, it's unbelievable. Great Not humid. Cigar. Not humid, which oh my goodness. we couldn't even, we couldn't even take the baby out for like the first two weeks of his life because it was 900 degrees with 300 percent humidity and then the, the Canadian smoke. From
1: our friends up there. Oh yeah, those people. <laughs> Stay in your own yard. Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> um, Shut up. <laughs> we're just trying to we're
0: just trying to burn we're just trying to burn down our whole country. <sighs>
1: uh, Honest
2: to God, is that under control now? I know we're here to talk about cigars, but is that under control now? Um, it is smoked. Not so. really.
0: It just depends where the wind blows. Because <laughs> if it blows down, it goes to you guys. But we we still have a lot. Uh, my province is actually setting records still. With uh, the amount of uh, forest fires, and then yeah, the East Coast usually isn't this bad, but uh, yeah, send, send some records. Well,
3: it's yeah, funny that's
1: because it's
2: really not a joking matter. There's no,
1: also there's all it's intense. There's also so there's wildfires in Canada, where Mitchell is, and then the other member of the Smoke and Tobacco team that's that doesn't share my last name, Kevin Acuff, who lives in Las Vegas. There's wildfires in Nevada right now. And I know I was talking to him on the phone the other day while he was driving home. And he was telling me how the smoke and the air quality was rough out there. So uh, both of my guys live in areas where there's wildfires right now. So I'm just lucky to be safe where I am.
2: I don't know. Is this a curse, match? Should I get off the call? I don't understand. Uh, I don't know.
1: <laughs> uh, we got to be careful here, Mike. <laughs> you know. So cur- currently the last update
2: well, was couple
0: days ago and we're at 379 active wildfires in my province alone
3: oh my
2: god
0: yeah god. so it's it's yeah it's it's really sad um i donate to wildfire relief funds every year i do as much as i can because uh yeah it's 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 uh, devastating It's devastating and most of the people fighting these fires are you know they're they're volunteers they're you know the local communities and uh then yeah it's it they just need as much help as they can get and um you know we have fire bans we just tell people i think it's gotten you know one of the things is like telling people don't don't smoke and and throw your butts, throw whatever. Make sure you have a receptacle to allow your stuff to go out in. Uh, that's one of the h- biggest things: is people driving and and they'll throw a smoke out their window. They'll catch a little brush, and it just goes. So uh, same with people camping, uh, all those kinds of things. But there are still also a lot naturally caused. But again, if we can if if we can decrease the amount of human caused fires, that's uh, that would be amazing as well. So, yeah, just a Absolutely. little little PSA there. Hey, Doesn't hurt. I'm with you. And, Sorry. And that then and then it, the it won't, and then it won't look apocalyptic in New York every year.
2: <laughs> Yo, that was weird. That mm. was real weird.
0: That
2: was that is a whole yep. other conversation. So, all right. So anyway, back to Toscano. Just so you know, our prayers are with all you guys up in Canada, and we're always like, listen, we, you know, we're, it's 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 a it's a tough situation. So hopefully things kind of stabilize in the very near future. That being of course, said, thanks. the uh, the Toscano Master uh, As Matt said in the beginning, Now, see, you're jumping ahead here, Matt. Come on. Man.
1: I already know how the game uh, works, and I love it. So I'm just, you know, I get to, I, know, I get it, to it, enjoy
2: it. It is <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Remind me to tell you a story about that. Uh, I, I will. I told it actually last year. Um, So anyway, uh, the Master Age series, last year we released the Master Age 1, 2, and 3, okay? Each having different blends of tobacco, which I'll get into real fast. But the, the whole point, there's two purposes to the Toscano Master Age. Number one, we call this the uber-premium of Toscano cigars, Number one, mostly uh, because of the differential in the maturation. So the maturation process, which is 360 days post-roll, is controlled by one person, one gentleman, an torre, or the refiner of the Toscano tobacco, who goes in and checks the humidity and temperature every single day to ensure it's content constant and proper. Um, the... Blend of the Master Age number one is mostly Italian tobacco, so it's got an Italian wrapper from Tiberina Toscana with a 50-50 mixture of Tiberina Toscana tobacco and Kentucky, Tennessee tobacco. The number two is a step up in body. So the number two is a little bit more uh, American tobacco. So it's an American wrapper with Italian and American fill. The American tobacco coming from Kentucky, Tennessee. Yeah. Kentucky, Tennessee uh and the filler being belteverina toscano tobacco and american tobacco and then the third of the master age is all american um it's all american tobacco from kentucky tennessee one thing i'll tell you for those who are on the show and those who will watch post uh, the live the live show about toscano tobacco is our tobacco comes from two places italy and the united states five regions in italy, italy from top to bottom veneto umbria toscana Lazio, and Campania, and uh The tobacco that's used, that's grown and harvested in Italy is from Kentucky, Tennessee seed. So it's an American seed that was transplanted to the Italian peninsula for harvesting and growing. They could produce this really nice hybrid tobacco that uh, is now, you know, uh, mass producer uh, for for the world, really, in tobacco, whether it be uh, Toscano Cigars, obviously, with all the wrapper uh tobacco and the, the medium and long filled tobacco that we use but also uh different different parts of the plants of the toscano plants go to different parts of the industry too for all organic tobacco use um, do you
0: do you remember what year sorry that uh seed was transplanted from kentucky
2: so it's a, that's a good question that we get a lot. It was before Christopher Columbus was the very first plant that was brought to uh, Italy from what is now Kentucky, Tennessee. Uh, the exact year is not a hundred percent known because there wasn't great documentation. But it's it, it's in or around a couple years before Christopher Columbus' this time
3: mm. when they started to mass
2: produce this hybrid tobacco and, and trans and they transplanted the uh, original seeds. So. You know, but then there's also the stories I think it might have even been before that. Just like with American, with, with world history, the more you research, the more cultivation that happens, the more uh, uh, studying of, of whatever the subject matter is, you start to find more and more information about it. So just like the tobacco industry, just like the, the uh, uh, proliferation of our culture, we tend to continue to grow. It's a living document, I always say. We, we tend to grow and continue to perfect and understand better uh, the originality of where we come from, which then produces an even better product for today's consumer. Awesome. So so now we have the Master Age number four. The Master Age number four is a little bit different than the first three Master Ages. How, how is it? Thanks for asking the question, Matthew. I appreciate that. Uh, it's um, different because the number t- two, twofold. Number one, the um, body of the cigar, so like the the cigar itself, the composition of the cigar, it's a fatter ring gauge, okay? Where's my camera here? I always do that. I always go to the wrong side when I'm trying to show, okay? And the the, the ring gauge itself is a lot fatter, which really increases the smoke intensity. And then in addition to that, the wrapper of this particular cigar, of the Master Age number four, is micro-fermented, which means that it's rapidly fermented at a higher temperature, which almost decreases the body of the cigar. And Matt, I'd like to get your input on this once I'm done explaining this. It kind of decreases the body of the cigar, but fully increases the complexity, meaning it's not as powerful on the palate, but the flavor profile is very complex and it's very, uh, it's, it's, it, it really brings forward all of the characteristic tones of tobacco from Toscano that we look for that Kentucky, Tennessee fire cured uh, tobacco. So I, I'm curious, Matt, as you're smoking and what your thoughts are.
1: It's very good. I have to be honest with you, I'm really in my element. Um the drink's good, the cigar's good, they're really well together. Um I, I would agree with you. I mean it it's not a lot of strength to it. It's it's um there's a little there's there's a little bit up front, but more on the finish. Uh, yeah. in my opinion. There's a lot more on the finish than there's up front. Up front it's, it's There's a little bit of spice note there. There's a little bit of some meaty body. Not too much. But then the exhale goes out and the smoke leaves. And then it just kind of settles in. And there's a lot of flavor there. And it's very rich. Leathery earth notes. Um, And then the drink obviously being, you know, there's bourbon whiskey in there. But there's also di sorono. um, Which brings that sweetness to it. So that, that real sweet. Aspect really balances out with it, so that together yeah. there's just this really smooth transition between smoke to drink, which I really enjoy. One of the things that I I'm very picky, um, and I'll I'll say this now just so that kind of makes sense for anything else I might say going forward. But like I know people who like to drink booze or whatever, and and or and or smoke with food. I'm one of those people. Well, like when I eat food, I want to eat food and then drink like water or something basic and then have my alcohol separately unless it's like a steak dinner with red wine. that's different. Um, but like I can't drink cocktails while I'm eating or I don't like to smoke while I'm eating. It's just it's not for me. I, I, I like to focus on one thing on my palate at a time. And I and I know that there's people out there who think I'm crazy. And I know there's some that won't. But uh, I like to like enjoy one thing at a time. So pairings for me... Um, are not super common. I do enjoy them if they're right. And this is one of those pairings where, like, I'm so comfortable and the transition between the two doesn't get so, like, contrast that it's like one's outweighing the other or that I really can just sit here and enjoy both and I'm happy as a clam. And this is fantastic. This is also my second Godfather cocktail tonight. So I'm starting to really get into my zone uh, if you haven't noticed. Uh, but anyway, no, well, again, it's, it's great. <laughs> the, 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 reason,
2: the reason being, the, the, the choice that I made to pair the Godfather cocktail with this particular cigar is the fact that it's really, there's a good parallel drawn between the palates. Um, you get a little bit of sweetness from the tobacco itself, because as we fire here in the United States with that hickory wood, it produces a bit of sweetness to the tobacco, um, which pairs very nicely with the Amaretto di Sorono. That we have in the Godfather drink. But then also, you have the full body of the tobacco and the full bodiedness of the uh, whiskey bourbon that kind of uh, negates the body of both, depending on what, what section of the pairing we're doing. And I'm going to go through those couple sections of the pairings so you can kind of see the differential. And Mitchell, it'll work with you too, even though you're not smoking the Masterage. It'll still work with you when you do it with the Garibaldi because it'll kind of nullify the um, tobacco, then it'll nullify the, the alcohol, etc. So there's always mm. a um, a reason behind the pairings that I choose. Obviously, it's two products that I love. I love uh, the, the flavor profile of the Toscano tobacco, especially the number four, which, by the way, is my new favorite Toscano. And it's not a novelty thing because it's new. I just really love the uh complexity of this particular cigar um it's like but some
1: I buttered also, popcorn like right sorry mike there's like some buttered popcorn right here and it's no and, and you're, delicious. Pro, you're right
2: the, the flavor profile will really 100 percent develop into what your palate kind of wants it to develop to yeah not not to jump uh but i see that somebody just asked what's the micro fermentation room heated with yeah go ahead so it's a great question to whomever asked that All of Toscano tobacco, our fire curing process is the very same process that happened in 1815, the very first time that we rolled, fire cured and rolled Toscano tobacco. So in Italy, we fire cure our tobacco over massive pieces of oak wood in massive ovens that are underground that have flues in them that open up and allow more heat and smoke to come or less heat and smoke to come. So the leaves are on branches... And strings overneath, or excuse me, over this fire, uh, and the the fire itself is lit underneath with these actual delicious notes of oak, and honey, um, and it's fire cured at, at a specific temperature. And it's fi- and it depends on. Before somebody asks me what temperature, it depends on the tobacco, and it also uh, the the longevity of being over the smoke. It can be anywhere from seven to thirteen days over the smoke and the and the heat itself. And throughout that entire time, the leaves are rotated uh, to ensure that the top leaves get the same at the bottom and vice versa.
1: So it's still a curing barn, though, right? Or it's not a curing barn?
2: No, it is. It is a curing barn. All right. I just want to make sure. A little bit Toscano has... Evolved uh, a little bit, and it's not so much like a lot of people when they think of curing barns, they think of just the wood slat curing barns from the old days, which they use, they do use, but in order to keep up with the demand and with technology, they actually did go ahead and create these really gorgeous uh, other curing barns from different building materials other than just the slats of woods. and then, it's like contrast, regarding the American tobacco, it's the same exact process. Only, it's really. Um, what did he say? Sounds like a cool tour to take in Italy, if that was possible. It's it's an amazing tour to take. It really is. But like I was saying, is it the,
1: op- Sorry, Mike. Is it open? To, and it, it, like public people can go there and see it, right? It's not yes, like an invitation. It's a yeah, it's yeah. To the factory, yes. Yeah. The factory. Okay.
2: Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. So our factory's in Lucca. Uh, we have two factories in Italy, in Lucca, which is outside of Tuscany in uh hey. excuse me out of outside of florence in toscana in tuscany and then we have another factory where all of this small aromatic tobacco is made in um Terre in the outside of the bay of naples the Bay of okay Napoli. okay uh, but in contrast you know like i said in italy it's massive pieces of oak wood that we fire here in in the united states it's sawdust and a lot of that sawdust has some hickory notes to it which is why it's much more uh it's much more crazy, full bodied mesquite, hickory molasses compared to the American to- or the Italian tobacco. So, in, in in general discussion, the American tobacco is always considered much more full bodied than the Italian tobacco.
1: It's funny because the, the C. Shearman, who's been commenting along, thank you for watching the show, yeah. is in Tennessee. I've seen them light sawdust and lay plywood over <laughs> it. A, yeah. So, hey. And that was before I even said
2: that. So there you go. You know, I'm not lying to you.
1: Yeah. So it's true. And I, look, I, I, I haven't actually seen the fire cured process myself. I've obviously spoken to many people who have and have talked about it. I know Drew Estate, I don't know if they still do the Kentucky one. I don't think they're doing it this year. But I know one of their barn smoker events was in Kentucky. And they would actually show you the whole fire curing process. Um, and people would actually get to go and see them do that. They would do the curing right there and they'd start the fire and they'd smoke out the curing barn and and people would actually get to see that process, which I think is amazing because, you know, Kentucky fire cured or any fire cured tobacco for that matter. Uh, it is a tobacco I do enjoy. And I was talking to Mitchell about this. It's, you know, it's, it's something that I don't smoke every day. Um, which is not like by design, but you know, unfortunately, you know, fire cured cigars are like a fraction of a fraction of a fraction when it comes to cigars. when I mean, you got the premium cigars, you got all cigars, you got fire cured. You know what I mean? And there's just so many more like other cigars that we end up smoking and stuff. And, you know, when I come back to fire cured, it's I, I run into this every single time. And it's always like I light one up and I go, fuck. I'm like, why don't I smoke these more? Like I, I love them so much. It's so different. It's nice to like have a break from you know those other conventional cigars and it's such a different flavor profile it's such a different experience it is so enjoyable uh, I, it's almost especially like when you've been smoking straight regular cigars for months and months and months especially when you do stuff like we do where we're smoking stuff constantly because of you know everything we are going on um that when i get to light up something like this it really is a breath of fresh air it's something different and i'm like damn this is so good because it's just so unique and the flavor on it is different um very different than you know other stuff uh, that's out there that we generally smoke and so i i get excited about this because it's 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 like taking it's like looking at every other cigar and being like i'm done with you for right now this is something different and i can really just i can sink my teeth into it and get into it um the kentucky fire cured or the fire cured process um, is something that I do find fascinating and it's something that I haven't seen myself, but I'd love to see that 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 process. Um, because I, I, I believe in it and I believe that it's truly unique. And I know Mike, I'm gonna bring this up and I know that you'll I know you'll be able to bounce off of this, but you know, especially you know, when people smoke Toscanos or I introduce people to Toscanos actually pretty frequently, um, whether it's a new cigar smoker or it's someone who kind of dabbles in cigars and I'm like, Hey, you should try Toscano Uh, Or anyone who mentions pipe. Uh, I always direct them at Toscano's because I'm like, hey, if you like that flavor, if you like pipe tobacco, you should try Toscano cigars. um, Because I really think you'll enjoy them. Which, Because obviously there's a lot of parallels between the two. And as you know, there's people who buy Toscano's and they chop the cigars into chunks and put them in their pipe and smoke them that way. Um, Which is not uncommon to do. So... And I see I see you over there. You uh uh the Toscanellos. Oh those are great. Those are fire dude. So the Aroma Cafe literally
2: what I what I yeah, the Aroma Cafe. What oh, I do is, you know, if uh, for whatever reason, if I have the Toscanello in the car and they you know, something hits them and they break, or if they're you know, I just have extras, I'll crunch them up and I'll put them in this and this will be my pipe tobacco that I used to smoke.
1: Oh yeah. Wow. Perfect. Mitchell, have you ever dabbled in pipes?
0: Uh, yes. Actually, that's what I started with. Oh, that's um, right. You did. Before smoking any premium cigars, I started with premium pipe tobacco from a local um, tobacconist. They were blending a lot of their own stuff, or at least, like, they were private, private blends. Um, and I explored uh, the world of that. I wasn't, like, super into it. Like, I didn't get into, like the percentages of every single different, you know, like a lot of Kia and, the, and this and that. And I mainly stuck to aromatic blends like I, I never really got into like the heavy English blends and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, so I actually started with pipes. That was that was what I started with. I have about three or four pipes still. Um, occasionally I'll, I'll dabble in a little bit, but you're right. This definitely has that, that unique essence that is like a uh, very different flavor, but still um, it's still really good. Like it's still like I, so this is actually the first time I've ever smoked a Toscano. Really? Um, I thought you had one. Yeah. No, I've never smoked a Toscano. This is the first time. And, you know, obviously knowing that it is fire cured and people are always like, Ooh, fire cured. This is not overly fire curing, the sweetness and the balance um it's really good it's it's actually really really good um the draw is great the burn's great uh, It's staying lit uh it, like you said i i don't know why um i i've never approached them before but uh but yeah this is mike this i is have really to be good. honest
1: with you too i'm gonna light him up on his birthday but i gotta do this because he he, he just opened the door i gotta walk in he texted me do this it. morning And he said, or it might have been yesterday, but it doesn't matter. He texted me within the last 24 hours, and he said, hey, do you think that the the Toscano is going to, like, fry my palate out? And I was just like, you'll be fine. (laughs) And he admitted and said, I know, sometimes I'm just a baby.
3: (laughs) Well, and again, you know, when you look at it,
2: you look at a toscano cigar from inception if it's your first one that's your first thought process Ooh, this looks like a really powerful cigar it's going to be too much i don't really think every first time toscano cigar smoker has it and then they have the exact reaction that mitchell had they take a puff they're like oh my god this is not what i thought it was this it's is more crazy. refined
1: than they but, anticipated
2: oh yes, yeah cool. yeah
0: and the the amount of sweetness like you said um must come from that that like using those specific woods for the curing process, because it it actually has a very nice amount of that natural sweetness to it that is really nice, kind of that honeysuckle-esque kind of sweetness.
2: Yeah, well, and it's funny because ultimately, Mitchell, the cigar that you're smoking, the Toscano Garibaldi, is composed of a lot of tobacco from Benevento, which is southern Italy, and the fields to which the tobacco is harvested in Benevento fall within the shadow of Mount Vesuvius. So they say that, back during the eruption of Mount Vesuvius, it changed the the acidity in the soil itself, which then produced a much sweeter tobacco. So it's interesting that you just said that without me even giving you a hint that that tobacco should be a little bit sweeter, that you tasted a good palate and good catch on the Toscano tobacco.
0: Thank you.
1: Yeah, that's a very good point. I mean, that's something that I know we've talked about with, you know, Nick Perdomo was on the show last week, for those who saw the show, and I know that I've had conversations with Nick, both on and off the show, about soil, like, yeah. and it's and it's funny because you would. To, there's a lot of people that be like, "Oh, that sounds boring." It's not. The soil is so oh. important. When you talk about making cigars, whether it's Toscano or it, it doesn't matter what it is. When you grow tobacco, um, you always hear about you know from seed to smoke. Well, that seed in the ground, the growing process, the soil before you even take those leaves and harvest them. Before you even put them in the barn, before you age them, before you roll them, forget all that. You're just looking at the field, the tobacco out in the field that's growing, the leaves, whatever. When it's in that soil, it's in the sun, it's exposed to the weather, the elements, whether it's under the cheesecloth, it's shade grown, it whatever. But the plants themselves, they grow out of the soil and they're fed with water. Okay, you got to water the plants and they get nutrients from the soil. And it's, par- it's a big part of the reason yep. why... We talk about Cuban cigars and Cuban tobacco. And you talk about Nicaraguan cigars and Nicaraguan tobacco. The same with Dominican, Ecuador, Connecticut shade. There's a little bit of Peruvian. You talk about Honduras. The Aroa family grows a lot of carojo and Honduras, and they're all different. And it, it, the biggest part of it is the geographical location because yeah. different parts of the world different soil different exposure of sun amount of rainfall we have connecticut grown tobacco you know an hour and a half away from me and down in connecticut river valley um there's tobacco that's grown there and it's some of my favorite tobacco in the whole world um and sometimes in connecticut they have too much rainfall and or whatever, and it affects the yield, and you know those are real things, and those are the things that affect not only like how much you get, it affects how it tastes, how it burns, how oily the tobacco is. There's so many different things. So it's it's funny to talk about this because I I feel like it's such an important topic, especially when you talk about flavor, because that flavor yeah. is partially heavily impacted just by the soil that it was grown in. And then Mike, you throw out that. That thing about Mount Vesuvius, changing the soil, I mean, that's a big deal. And I know a lot of cigar makers out there who would who would definitely it, chime in I on mean, that.
2: Yeah, there's no, there's no question. I mean, even if you look at the Italian tobacco for Toscano, right? So, I mean, we're in five different regions. Each region, kind of like what you said, is very similar to the wine and olive oil uh, industry, too. You don't have the same grade have the same acidity in those, in those, in those wines. Same thing with the olive oil. It's all very, very much. That's why the Italian peninsula is so, uh, blank palette to see where the best tobacco can be grown, because ultimately each one of those regions produces a different flavor, different body, different, different this, so, so very, uh artistic artisanal uh and passion filled because you think about it of course everything in italian Matt. mitchell you guys are italians you understand we have to compete no matter what we do um each region says they have the best tobacco and they strongly believe that because that's their passion behind each and every leaf that's produced you know and when you talk about toscano tobacco itself seed to shelf. I mean, you've you mentioned that before, seed to smoke, seed to shelf. I mean, it's a real thing. And, and, and the fire curing process and the natural fermentation of water that we use for our, our tobacco, it's such a labor intensive process. And on top of it being incredibly labor intensive, it's filled with love and passion. Each and every one of the Toscano cigars that's rolled is a unique piece of art. It's a cigar that's lasted 200 years, 208 years, two world wars, even after some, you know, the factory was bombed and Luca they still go, I mean, it's really, there's some historical significance to the cigar you're smoking. So for those that are on the show and those that'll listen after, if you've never smoked Toscano before, Mitchell, this is for you too. Toscano before and today's your first day. Don't see it as a cigar. Just realize that you're smoking a piece of history, a piece of love, and a piece of something that is so much greater than we ever will be. And that's just a real sentiment to take.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can taste the history. And again, like you said, we're we're all, we're all Italian here and, and uh, it's, it's amazing kind of being able to smoke something that who knows, I, you know, I, I'm very far generationally removed from uh, Italy over, over a hundred years is the last time anyone from my family Uh, lived there permanently, but you never know, like I I could have had family members that helped start this or lived in the region or even enjoyed them themselves, right? And I'm, you know, smoking something that they had over 100 years ago, so. Hey,
1: my last name's Tobacco, and, and that goes back to Italy, so I mean... Who fucking knows what happened over there with my people? <laughs> oh. so, do, you realize, do you realize
2: that I didn't I didn't pick up on until I don't know why wow, we've known each other. What wow, I've been with the company five Several years. years. So let's say we've known each other for four years, five years. It was probably two years ago that I realized that Tobacco was your actual last name.
1: Yeah, you know you know what's funny, and I texted you this today, is and I don't have it with me because I put them in this nice leather case. I have to admit, um, but the bo- the box that the Garibaldi was in. I got it, and I was sitting at my desk, and I was looking at it, and it said 100% Tobacco Kentucky, and it was spelled T-A-B-A-C-C-O, which is how our name is legally spelled, right? And it's funny because I've seen it obviously spelled T-O-B-A-C-C-O, and I've se- I have seen it spelled T-A-B-A-C-O, uh, which I think is the Spanish spelling, uh, or it can be a Spanish spelling, but I've never seen it spelled, like, directly the same way as my name. And I got excited because I'm like, oh, shit. Like, it, for once, It's that's actually the spelling of my last name on a piece of, like, actual tobacco, like, product. Right. And your answer was, well, that's cause it's because it's an Italian. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I hadn't seen it, like, on something before. And I was all excited. I'm like, oh, shit. There it is. <laughs> yeah. It was great. It was really great. So... Well, yeah, no, people still don't believe me. Matt Booth still tells everybody he doesn't believe me, and he calls it my government name, and he uses the air quotes, and I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. I mean... <laughs> well, really,
2: I didn't... I, I'm, I'm serious. I didn't really know that that was your real last name until a couple of years ago, and I was like, oh, shit, that's actually his last name. That's it's okay.
1: Man. You're not the only one. I, I still had people I've known for just as long as you, maybe even, like, slightly longer... That at just this past trade show a few weeks ago, we're like, is it really? And I'm like, wait, you still don't know that <laughs> after all this time? <laughs> and they're like, really? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, it is. Now nah, your, your wife just
0: decides to take your fake last name.
1: Yeah. I, I even got my yes. wife in on the gag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, like, yeah. I got the marriage certificate. You want to see it? I mean, it's, it's legit. <laughs> <That's fun. clears throat> Sorry. Excuse
2: um. me. Before we jump into the pairing, how is Nicole feeling? Because you know, like, listen, we we had Mitchell, oh, yeah. uh, Matt and I had this conversation to yesterday. Like, when it comes to us, I, you know, obviously it's a, it's a show about cigars, it's about the Master Age Number Four, Toscano, etc. But it's also, you know, we're real people, and it's just great to to hear amazing news that you uh, are uh, expecting. Anastasia is the name. Is that correct? Am I am I? that's
1: that's the name that's that we've kind of kept on the dl but yeah that's the name (laughs) no it's okay it's okay it's okay it's okay it's okay it's okay (laughs) it's okay oh god nicole's never gonna talk to me ever again (laughs) no it's we i mean we're trying super hard but it might have gotten out there but yeah no it's all good no that's the name that's the name
2: so anyway that name is beautiful i love it it's actually the last, last name of one of uh a really popular family up here in Scranton. That's actually why I wanted to tell you that, but.
1: Oh yeah. No, that, yeah, we, we, so the reason it's not, it's not the only reason. I mean, the first reason is that we, we really liked the name and we wanted something that wasn't mainstream. Right. But we also didn't want to get like, crazy with it. Like, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow naming her kid Apple. I mean, that's just out there, but <laughs> yeah, we fine. wanted, you know, we wanted something, but she said to me, it was like, well, I'll tell the story since we're here. Um, because Nicole's maiden name was Fantasia and which is her, you know, obviously her dad's side, her dad's the Italian one. Her, her mother, most people, I think at this point, know her mother is Irish that lives over in the United Kingdom. Nicole grew up in the United Kingdom, but her dad, you know, is American, but you know, his family bloodline is Italian. So that's where her Italian comes from. And the name was Fantasia. So her dad used to joke with her as a child, like I was going to name you Anastasia Fantasia. <laughs> and so when that name came up, we both really liked it, and we were like, yeah, we like that. And then she was like, you know, my dad used to say he was going to name me this so that my name would be Anastasia Fantasia. And I am like, yeah, well, yeah, I still like it, though. <laughs> I'm waiting for
2: a text. I'm waiting for a text from Nicole being like, "Cap, you're never allowed on this show ever again.
1: She actually is not watching the show right now because she's with her um, British family who's in the United States right now. Um so she's busy we, with but, that. She has no idea what's going on right now.
0: Go, she may never. She may never know.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I wouldn't worry about it. She, she will probably go back and watch it and be like, "Oh, what the hell?" But no, no, she won't. She yeah, won't well, care.
2: She won't she's care. Hundred percent will, and I'm never
1: allowed on. So. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's all. It's all good. Don't even stress about it. It's. it's no big deal. Um. But no, I mean, yeah. So anyway, I forgot what we were going with. Also, fun fact about Nicole's family. Just because it's on my mind, and here we are. And it involves Italy. So, who, Mike, you, you've you seen The Sopranos, right? Yes. Where was the Soprano family from in Italy?
2: Oh, God. Here's
1: some trivia. Who knows the answer?
2: I don't know the answer. I don't know. You guys don't know this? Oh, man.
1: No. I'm a diehard Sopranos fan. Avelino.
2: Oh, I did know that. I knew that.
1: <laughs> That's what I, they all say. I did know that. <laughs> So it's funny because, uh, so it's funny. So, see, Sicily. So, no, actually, uh, I think maybe partially, but one of the things that they did say on the show was that, you know, um, I don't remember, I don't know the specific, but I know them saying, like, you know, that, well, our family goes back to Avellino in Italy. And it's funny because that's where the Fantasia family, Nicole's family is from originally. They're from Avellino. So her dad always likes to make the, uh, they're like, oh, we're from the same part of Italy that the Sopranos are from. <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> so uh, I do know that part, too. I know exactly where her, her dad's family has come from, Avellino, Italy. There's a lot
2: of immigrants in this area from Avellino, too. Really? Well, because you think about it, pre-World War II, a lot of the industry was pulled out of southern Italy and brought up north. Ah. Um so there wasn't a lot going on. That's why my mom's family came over, because there really was no industry there anymore. So they uh, came to the United States. And like I said earlier, uh, Argentina, um, by accident, got on the wrong boat uh, to get to find a better life. And uh, that's kind of the story behind that. So,
1: so where are the Capolini's from? Umbria. Ah, uh, okay.
2: Umbria. Yeah, the Capolini's. My dad's family is from Umbria, both sides of my dad's family is from Umbria. My grandmother is from Gubbio, uh, and my my grandfather was from Fosato di Vico, which is in Umbria. And then my 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 mom's father's from Calabria.
1: So I know that my dad's father was adopted. Um. So I and we don't really know a lot about his kind of backstory, but I know that my father's mother was from Palermo, Sicily. Um so I do have some Sicilian. Um but I know that my dad's father had Italian too, but I'm not sure, exactly sure where he came from. Like I guess he was adopted, so uh, I'm not entirely sure. Um Got it. but um but yeah, so I mean I I know that part of it, but that's all I know. And then Mitchell, I think you mentioned where
0: Um Treviso is for my from my nono, so that's uh, like our name, but then Manonna, she was like more southern, uh, southern parts. I forget exactly where. There's a lot. There's
2: a lot of Italians up in Canada. There's a real lot of Italians. Yeah, up in Canada.
0: there, there is a lot actually. Yeah, it's a pretty strong uh, Italian population here for sure.
2: There's actually there's a um, there's a colony up in Canada. Much like where I live now, like we're a colony from 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 Umbria from Gubbio. There's a there's a colony up in uh, Canada outside of Toronto that is very 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 uh, heavily Umbrian too.
3: So mm. yeah, yep. kind of neat. Very so do, yeah.
2: do we want to get into the uh, the pairing? Yeah, the,
1: absolutely. The,
0: absolutely,
1: absolutely. So, Enough of Italian
2: history. What's that?
0: I said enough of Italian history. <laughs> oh
2: no, dude, it's
0: Italian know. night.
1: Come on.
2: I'll still talk I'll still talk no, about I'm just it. Kidding. You know, the
1: I'll only the me. only thing missing from this show right now is uh Jeffrey Amendola and Chris Monaco from Amendola Family Cigar Co, my you know, Pisans, you know, I mean if they were here it'd be the whole thing. It'd be
2: Call them the next time. We'll just do like a big, big yeah. Italian thing. Different mm. areas. Of, uh, so, oh, and by the way, Matt, since you're so damn close, you guys should come down to the festival that we have every May. Where is it? Jessup, in right outside of Scranton.
1: Oh, that'd be two birds with one stone. We get to go to Scranton, oh, exactly. too, because we love the office.
2: <laughs> if you don't love the office, we can't be friends.
1: <laughs> you know it's funny? So... I shouldn't say this, but you know what, I'm going to. So <laughs> that way, no, no. So that way, when I, do...
2: I've already said things I shouldn't say on the show. So you go ahead and say whatever you want to say. Well,
1: this one won't get me in trouble. It's just gonna maybe blightly ruin my own surprise. But I came up with the idea that as long as in the moment I remember to do it, my subtle way of letting people know that it's go time is I'm going to share the clip from the office on my Facebook page when Pam goes into labor I love my,
2: it
1: and, my, and Michael's like where's my go bag where's my go bag and they're like there's nothing I in it he's like you tell me now and then he's like Oscar should I should I bring a dictionary and he's like the hospital will provide a dictionary you should bring a thesaurus
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> And he's just like scrambling So that's the clip I'm When you see me post on Facebook That's like oh shit they're doing this time. <laughs> That's how much we like The Office So yeah, um. it's, it's a show that I always have
2: on What's up Skip the background of-
1: Yeah that's like the show When like there's nothing else to watch But we need something on the TV When we're just sitting in bed at night Just kind of relaxing yeah. Boom! Put on The Office Get the whole box set on Apple TV yeah. Like yeah. you know,
2: well, my wife yells at me because I'll be downstairs, she'll have it on upstairs, and I'll be quoting it, like yelling up the quotes from downstairs, and she just flips out at me every time that happens. So.
1: I didn't know we had a tape measure. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was
2: like, Wait
0: a minute, more, more, more office quotes all, <laughs> mm, all day.
1: All right. All
0: right. I, derailed the pairing once again. You know what I, you know what I say to people
1: when they start acting out? I just go. Why are you the way that you are? Honestly, I, <laughs> I try to make things fun, and you make them not that way.
2: <laughs> I literally I share that, I share that uh, clip, the, the, the GIF or whatever the hell it's called on the phone with my friends 24-7. When somebody says something stupid, I'm like, I share the one with Michael Scott. What? Why are you the way you are? <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do. So. <laughs> It's, okay. It's the best. Yeah. It is. It's a great time. No.
1: Where were we? I forgot. We've been having such a great nice time no. over here. we am getting cocked.
2: <laughs> uh, well, that's what happens with the bourbon. So, uh, all right, the pairing. So when I do pairings, I usually do four different steps. The first pairing is to understand the cigar. So since you two are smoking a cigar and drinking an alcoholic beverage, Matt, you and I are doing the same one. Mitchell, you're doing yep. one but not the same. I want us to take a puff of the cigar together and then a sip of the alcohol and then another immediate puff of the cigar so what that does is is it gives you a differential in tobacco from the first and second puff so as you take that first puff let it sit on the palate release it take a sip of the alcohol let the alcohol sit and penetrate through the smoke and then go ahead and swallow and take a second puff of the cigar and it's going to change it completely so let's go ahead and do that puff of the cigar A sip mm. of the drink, oh, so good. and then another puff of the cigar. Damn. Now, Matt, I, 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 I'd like to get your little intake on this because obviously mine's going to be different from yours. But... Yep you know did you see did you feel the nullification of the body like the power of the tobacco in the second sip at first
1: so here's the thing i mean at the f- the first puff the cigar is a little bit cooler so it's like you puff it take the sip and then you go right in for the i did like kind of a double puff so the cigar stays relatively hot in that like 7 seconds of like puff sip puff again right so first puff Kind of, I don't want to say mild, but kind of real simple, right? Real clean. Like good, there's like, there's a nice complex flavor there, but it's very subtle. You sip the drink, you're cleaning the palate, and you get that sweetness, and it's delicious. But that cigar is still hot the whole time. Then you go in for that second puff on the finish. Now you're taking a hotter puff off that cigar, and combined with the flavors and taste from the drink, you're now getting just a little bit more like i don't want to use the term but you just can like some more beef to it right on oh yeah second puff and then with the you know you, you cleanse the palate you introduce the sweetness then you go and you take that second puff the tobacco is a little bit hotter still from before now on that clean palate that hotter flavor comes in yeah, and it just sense. it explodes and it's just it's 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 night and day from the even first now, puff to the second now, puff
2: still. Even now, still, you get a lot more of the hickory on the palate than you did it from the initial first. Oh,
1: 100%.
2: This is all to kind of get people to better understand the cigar because a lot of people think, especially with the cigar that looks simplistic like ours, even though these are very complex and they look simplistic, when you do the four-step pairing with them, it just changes their discussion almost completely, and it changes their thought process about the cigar. And the number four in particular with the micro-fermented wrapper it really um, it, it steps up the, the cigar even even two or three more steps um, than 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 like the Getty Baldi, for example, if, if, if you will, because I know that Mitchell's smoking the getty Baldi. So, so that's the first step. So now that we understand the tobacco a little bit, let's let's go ahead and do the drink. So again, it's a great way to get get knuckled too. So take a sip of the drink.
1: So good. Sorry, that sounds like my- my whiskey stone rolling over in the glass because I'm already at the bottom because I've been drinking this all night.
2: Off of the cigar, you're not alone.
3: Mm.
2: Really changed the cigar. I taste a little anise in the <clears throat> cigar there. I don't know if you do or not. My taste a little anise or cold in the cigar now.
1: You know what's funny? I and did not I did in the beginning. I did in the beginning.
2: Again, yeah, those earthy tones, the the different spices, especially anise, clove. Ah, nah, there anise, it is.
1: I got it. I got it now.
2: Yeah, not, not anise like a like a sip of zambuca, but the natural anise that comes in the fire cure itself is what I'm talking about. It's not like a you know taking a sip of black zambuca or something like that. Well, it's like having it when subtle. it's
1: like baked in like a cookie when it's yeah, right, right, yeah. right, right, right. right. Mm. I know exactly what you and mean.
2: It, something else you're getting too with this part of the pairing is the burning sensation down your, down your throat. I always get a little burning sensation here. Whenever I didn't I get any
3: events, burn. There. I got no oh, burn. I'm,
2: I'm burning right now. And it's full. So usually when I do the events, it's people saying I didn't get it until you just said it. So thank you for that.
1: I still don't got it. I got no burn. I don't know. Maybe I'm doing something. <laughs> I don't know. The it's the good. Hug. The tucky hug. <laughs> That's very, yeah, I have to say this is very delicious. And I know we've, we've, You've been on before, and we've done this cocktail that's that's how I know about it, and I love yes. it, but obviously we haven't done it with the with the um master H four because it just came yeah. out um but I think you're right i mean i th- i'm I'm with you I mean as someone who has let me think about it for a quick second, I think I've smoked every toscano, all the toscanellos I've had the Garibaldi. I've had all the Master Aged. I've had all the other... I, I think I've had all of them. Even the Still Nova, which you know I love, but you guys don't have that anymore. Um, no.
2: That was fucking awesome.
1: Oh, the only one I haven't had is the Ducento. I haven't had a Ducento. Oh,
2: dude. It's if the I only that, one. Have, you have to. The Ducento's unbelievable. That's my, that was my number one Toscana before the number four came out.
1: That's the only one I haven't had. So I, I, I think it's safe to say... I think this might be my favorite Toscano, and I love those Toscanellos.
2: Yeah, the Toscanellos are good. But and this is to smoke the Toscanellos because they're aromatic. But then you smoke them, and you realize, much to your point earlier, it's more like pipe tobacco than it is anything aromatic or flavored. It's it's really it's it's very light. It's the fire cure on the palate and the smoke that surrounds you is what you get that uh, aromatic intensity from. So I try
1: to tell people too, it's not like. Like, I know there's infused cigars, and then there's, like, actual flavored cigars. And I think there's some people, they see it, they think, like, oh, this, this is going to be, like, one of those, like, flavored cigars that is, like, way over flavored. Um And it's going to be too – and I'm like, no, 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 no. It's going to be, like, a regular smoke with, like, this soft, sweet, flavorful hint that I promise you when you smoke, you'll enjoy. And I tell you, I've turned a lot of people on to smoking like regular mainstream cigars by starting the Montescanos, especially the Toscanellos. I can't tell you how many people I'm like try these and they're like, Oh yeah. my god, this is so good and they're like, You know what you know what like two, maybe three people have said to me? And this is this isn't an it, it might sound like weird, but it's 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 a positive thing. I've had people who come to me and say, oh, my God, this is like a much better version of a black and mild. And I'm like, well, yeah, because it is a better cigar than a black and mild, first of all. But I know exactly I know what you're trying to say. And yeah, it's it's better tobacco. It's it's that real pipey, very aromatic like flavor and taste. But it's it's not it's not overpowering to the point where it, it just tastes too artificial it's very natural but it's like this little hint and you're like oh and it's just enough to just tickle you a little bit and you're like wow i really like this and but it's not artificial f- tasting right. you know what i'm saying and right. i and i and i i tell you there's a lot of people that i've i've turned on to it being like hey try these and they try the Toscanellos, and they fall in love with it and they've gone on to smoke everything um right and i i i, I stand by that because i think it's a great way to introduce people into smoking tobacco because, especially, you know, like this kind of tobacco, not you know other kinds of products. Um, you know, and I, I, I think it's it's a nice way to like kind of get people like creep in the door, and they're like, oh, oh, this isn't so bad, and then they like, then they then they feel comfortable like just expanding their horizon. It's funny like you talk them into smoking a Toscanello, and then they love it, and then all of a sudden they want to smoke like everything,
2: and it's just yeah.
1: it's so funny. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, we're and we're we're really lucky too. I mean, ultimately, Toscano, we're no longer. We we had a lot of hurdles at first. There's no question. I mean, the appearance sure. itself was not fun, and we had a very negative connotation toward the product at first. And now it's a whole different discussion. We had we had we literally had our best show that we've ever had uh, this past year. Um, Good to hear. And I think a lot of yeah, and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that we have worked very hard very hard improperly oh god uh-oh sorry guys hold
1: on look at this rookie over here never been on a show before
2: (laughs) no you know what it is i bought a new i bought a new stand (laughs) i guess i didn't tighten it well enough
1: People right. are just on here watching yeah, us act, know. act, act out. You know, it's like I'm getting a couple like, of
0: drinks later. Here
1: we go. I'm are. getting tipsy. Mike's dropping his phone. <laughs>
2: that was that was the part. That was actually all part of the show. Just so everybody knows. Just so everybody knows that was 100% part of it. It's staged. Um, no, I got this new stand, and it's apparently I didn't put it together right. I guess that's you, career. Um <laughs> But yeah, we did. We had we really did have an amazing show, and I think a lot of that has to do with you know. You guys do an amazing job. The cigar media, is thank something. you. You guys do an amazing job, really and truly. And I tell you this all the time. I told you in our interview, too, Matt. I mean, you know, thank you. outside of uh, the professional relationship we have, you always go out of your way to make sure that you're in constant contact. And it's really it's, it's something special. And the way that you're able to uh, promote every product is really it's a gift. So thank you for what you guys do. Really, no days off. And no, you don't. And we were having that conversation today, earlier today, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you're, you know, your wife's about to potentially give birth, and you're texting me, hey, you know, I don't know if we're going to be able to do the show. I'm like, Matt, it's okay. I promise. And you're, 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 you're a great guy in every sense. So I appreciate that. And uh, I know that our brand appreciates it too. So thank you so much. I and carry it with
1: of... me like my daddy did. i I'm living the dream. <laughs> yeah, that
2: that wasn't cool. <laughs> you used it. Uh,. And then in addition to that, you know, we did a seminar at the PCA this year, which was really, really awesome. I mean, to get in front of 700 people, 700 plus people and talk about the Toscano product, you're hitting people that know nothing about us. And then we're like, oh, my God, didn't realize this is what you were. They're coming over to find out more and they're placing orders. So I couldn't uh, stay
1: for the whole thing, by the way, but I saw a piece of it and it was badass. Nice job.
3: Thank you.
2: Yeah, it was fun, too, and it was neat. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, to have one of the master blenders for Toscano, Cibero Toscano, and you know, uh, the the CEO of the company we use here in the United States for the American tobacco, to have both of their knowledges combined is really, I mean, how can you go wrong at that, right? Right. It's really, uh, we, we were really blessed with that. And again, to give the continued education on our product is what makes it makes it go and again you guys are a huge part of that so i want to again thank you i know i did already but you guys are really something you know because of you we were able to continue to launch so thank you
1: yeah absolutely i mean i've always believed in the brand um you know i met you years ago you did an event at two guys um a shop that means a lot to me um and i know that you mean a lot to them and I fell in love with the brand. I got to know you. I got to know the brand. I got to smoke the cigars. I like the cigars. <laughs> like I said, I I wish I smoked them more than I do sometimes because I, I do get wrapped up in other things. But every single t- and this is no BS, every single time I have it, I always go, fuck me. You know, like these cigars are, are good. And it's it's such a nice change of pace. And, you know, I, I, I think they're important. And I think that Toscano cigars, especially all the fire cured cigars. You know, I know Drew Estate does some stuff with Fire cured. there's some other brands out there. Um it's it's important because it's it's part of it. You know, we can talk about whatever tobacco that Christian Oro is working with. We can talk about what tobacco Nick Perdomo is working with and all that fun stuff. And that's great. But like the the but this stuff's important too. Uh, and there's a lot of reasons behind it. And it is its own little subculture. And um I to to the to the complete cigar aficionado. I think this is something that if you haven't explored this avenue, you need to. You don't have to like it. If you don't like it, that's fair. But give yeah. it a chance. But it also like give it a chance and learn about it and even if you don't love it as a cigar aficionado or connoisseur of fine tobaccos, you'll be able to have that in your repertoire of when you just going other over you can understand, you know, what it is, how it's made, what it tastes like. You can compare yeah. it when someone asks you like it's I, I still think if you're into cigars and you don't know about Toscano, you should definitely spend a little bit of time and check it out because you may love it and even if you don't, it's still very valuable to have. Um, but, and
2: again it's a completely <clears> different it's a different beast it's it's a different smoke it's a different it's a different genre so you know if yeah. you want to be somebody that wants to really understand tobacco knowing that that Italy's a mass producer i mean don't forget we have 235 million consumers a year yeah i mean that's a huge number 235 million people worldwide per year smoke Toscano so when you put that into perspective you realize how big of an economic impact we have in Italy across the world and here in the United States that's why for me as an Italian American a very proud Italian American to be able to help stimulate these two economies by working for an amazing company like Toscano and by the way my team really is amazing Matt you got to know some of them I mean you know they they really are we have a great great team behind us we're just, we're blessed beyond blessed. And, 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 uh, you know, just watching Toscano go from what it was to what it is today is really phenomenal. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's become part of, part of my life. It's become entwined in my life, just like Toscano does to the Italian culture. Uh, so, and I always say that about the cigar, you know, Italians use Toscano for,
1: Michael froze a little bit. Oh, Let's see if he bounces back. Un momento, I por favor.
2: Oh, oh
1: I he's, back. he's back. He's back now. Sorry, Mike, you froze for a second. I don't know if you knew that.
2: No, I didn't know that.
1: We still got you, though. We still got you, though. We still got you. It was brief. Now,
0: um, a point that maybe not everyone knows about. Oh, fuck. Do Sorry. Do all Piscanos... <laughs> need to be oh, humidified or should they be humidified
2: god damn it. great question great question mitchell so here's the answer Toscano itself does not need humidification because of the leaf the leaf that we use both in italy and the united states is a water retentive leaf so it really holds moisture more than most other tobaccos in addition to that once the fire curing and the um fermentation happen together simultaneously, once that's done, once the product is ready to be put in the cellophane and and boxed, those nutrients and oils that need constant humidification are kind of locked into the leaf, which also cut down on the need, the desire for humidification. The master aged products, however, we do suggest—it's not mandatory—but we do suggest that you do put that in the uh, humidor simply because of the the maturation process. Whereas I stated earlier, throughout the entire maturation process, it's kept at a specific temperature and humidity. Okay, does that make sense? So you kind of mm-hmm. want to keep that in a humidor if you can. If you don't, it's not going to ruin the cigar. But what happens is, is you run the risk of. Uh, cracking the wrapper tobacco there's a higher risk of cracking Ah. the wrapper tobacco
0: that makes sense because yeah like i know i know a lot of people they just love to like you know throw these in their glove box throw these in their bag to just have yeah uh you know most of them I, i assume or if not all of them uh are not capped off so you know you can as long as you have a source of fire you just pull it out light it up whenever you need to um, yeah, you know, it's, it's,
2: it's... And, and, and to that point, it's always funny because I know Garofalo always talks about this. He and Mr. Jonathan, uh, or no, he and Ed Sullivan, they, uh, they were together and they didn't have a cigar. And Dave opened up his briefcase and found a box of Toscano's. And he said, Cap, it was the best cigar I've ever had. Number one, <laughs> because I love Toscano. And number two, because I didn't have another cigar, I was able to cut the Toscano in half because that's what we do. It's a it's a tradition. We cut the cigar in half. We call it Sigaro de la Machete the cigar of friendship. We cut it in half and we shared it together, and it was the best cigar that we could have had at that time. So I, I always love that story, and I use it uh, I use it fairly fairly often. So so the last thing that I'll 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 do before we move on to our next drink because I saw Matt pouring it and I already started to pour mine because I love myself an I'll spritz. If Miami, if the uh, the bottle I, uh,
1: overflowed all over the the table here. Um
2: and if, listen, <laughs> if that's the first thing that happens it's a good day. <laughs> um if Jason Wood from Miami Cigars is watching, he'll definitely pull and say, "Oh god, cap and his spritzes." It's an inside joke that we have. He always makes fun of me because I'm always drinking a spritz. Um but I want to go ahead, Matt, let's go ahead and smoke the drink like you were before.
1: Oh yeah, we got to do that.
2: I'm going to smoke the bourbon drink. So <clears throat> Mitchell, you've never uh, heard me tell this story why I do this. So, the one day I was at a bar and I saw them doing this smoking technique on the drinks, which is fairly common, right? Like that's that's a thing that happens. So I went and I bought myself a smoker, and I got a bourbon and I put it in and I smoked it. I used a specific wood; it wasn't great. I used another one; it wasn't. It was even worse. So my wife comes out. This is during COVID. My wife comes out. I converted my garage into the Toscana lounge that you see here. I mean, you can only see the back wall, but it's a lounge. And um, I'm sitting and I'm doing a couple different pairings because I always did a lot of virtual stuff, etc. And she came out and she made me laugh. And when I laughed, the smoke went into my glass. And I was like, wait a minute, this could be something. So that's what I started to do. I started to actually smoke the alcohol with the smoke from the cigar that I was smoking.
0: There you okay. go. And what that's revolutionary.
2: That does, especially, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know if anybody else would say I'm revolutionary, but that's fine. That's we'll, we'll go ahead and run with that. I like that. I only have and a little bit it,
1: left, cap too.
2: I knew, What's that?
1: I only have a little bit left in this
3: glass. <laughs>
2: I have to pour a little bit more too. So. <laughs> You know, I do a lot of these. I do a lot of these, and the one that I always leave feeling the best from in in, in terms of uh, alcohol consumption is with you, Matt. So we have to do oh. this. We have, we have to do this in person, mm. rather than via. We did well, a little bit at
1: PCA, but that was different. <laughs> no, I
2: was just gonna say we said even at PCA, if you remember, I was talking. I'm like, hey, you know, let's try to get a drink. And You're like, yeah, that never happens. It's just it's so much stuff happens. It just it's
1: just before. yeah, I know. Oh, is he freezing? There we go. Did I lose you again? No, you're good. You're good.
2: Did I get you? Yeah, we got some storms moving through the area, so that's probably what we got going on. It's
1: all good. We'll power Uh, through.
2: So, all right. So to to smoke the alcohol, those that are watching who haven't before, go ahead and take a sip of the alcohol. And then what you're going to do is you're going to take a puff of the cigar and drop the smoke on the glass. You're not gonna blow it onto the into the glass. You're gonna drop it, so watch. There you go. It just drops so right it, in there. Just drops right on. So it creates a nice thick cloud of smoke. Go ahead and give it a little stir. By the way, this is a cigar glass. I'm sure you can see the hole in it. It's supposed to hold a cigar. My brother-in-law, James, bought that for me. And then you very gently remove your hand so you still have that cauldron-like thing. By the way, Halloween's coming up. This is a great thing to do at a cigar party for Halloween. Turn the glass a little bit. Let some of the smoke dissipate from the glass. And then go ahead and take a sip before all the smoke is gone. And what you get with the dicerono and Amaretto and the bourbon is just a sweet cherry bomb. The oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's it. It's just a sweet cherry bomb. That's all mm.
1: that's oh, it's got. It, no burn, no alcohol. It's just it's like no. cherry syrup, and it's just, it, but like no. a good cherry syrup. It's right in. It's, it's really so, it's awesome. It's so good. I know
2: it. It's
1: mm. awesome. I learned that from you, and I've never forgotten it.
2: Well, that's good. At least I leave one good impression on people. I'll take it. <laughs> well, it's not the only one. <laughs> all right. So, Matt, should we hop over to the Garibaldi now?
1: Let's
0: do it. I've still got a good amount of mine. I'm a little of my spritz, but uh, I've been I've been kind of keeping. Notes. I got
1: champ I got champagne all over. I I was able to to blot some of it up with some. I had a roll of toilet paper I used over there as um uh, like tissues. Um, and I was like, oh, at least I had that, so I got most of it up. But I mean, it's you know when champagne gets spilled or it gets sprayed, um, and then after a while, it just starts to smell. That's what's gonna happen yeah. here, like in two hours, yeah. it's just gonna smell funky because it's it got. Yeah, it
2: everything. dries and it gets. Yeah, I'm with you. Ugh.
1: Ugh. Anyway.
2: So as Matt lights his cigar.
1: Sorry. Yes.
2: No, no, no it's all good. As Matt lights his cigar. <laughs> I'll tell you, and again, Toscano is my go-to product. Mitchell, for me, after smoking the number four, moving into this, that sweetness Mm -hmm. that you mentioned earlier really comes to full fruition. It's, it's, It's crazy. It's a completely different blend, which is another reason why people should smoke Toscano because our portfolio, with the amount of cigars that we have, our portfolio provides a cigar for every smoker. You know what I mean? We have very light-bodied yeah. cigars, we have very full-bodied cigars, we have everything in the in between, and we also have that aromatic line, the Toscanellos that we talked about. And the aromatic line is really nice because it's got delicious notes of chocolate, coffee, almond, sweet espresso, dark espresso, anice, which is uh, anise or sambuca, grappa, which is Italian moonshine, and vanilla and cinnamon. So, but again, there's subtle notes of these these aromatic intensities. It's not overpowering to the palate. You get the fire cure on the palate and you get a really nice smoke that surrounds you in whatever aromatic intensity you're looking for.
0: For sure. Yeah, it's uh it's a it's a nice portfolio and like you said, there's there's something for everyone. I mm. forgot how good those are. No, this this is a really really good cigar.
1: You know what's funny, the Garibaldi, it's like very classic when I taste yeah. it. When I smoke yeah. the Master Age Four, that's like a, that's a complete different beast.
2: Oh, it is. It a hundred percent is, and and it's and it's designed that way, Matt. It's yeah. Designed that. A hundred percent. And you know what's great about? We were talking before. I think it was Matt that said that he likes to turn people on to Toscano and really cigar smoking in general by having them start with a, a Toscanello. I use the Garibaldi. Nice. The Garibaldi. The Garibaldi for me is the cigar that I turn when people come up to me at events and say Quintessential. Hey, yes. What do you what do you think I should try for my first Toscano? It's always a Toscano Garibaldi. And the Garibaldi itself, we talked about the historical significance of Toscano, etc. This has a lot of historical significance. It's named after Giuseppe Garibaldi, who was the hero of the two worlds. Giuseppe Garibaldi invaded the south of Italy, Vittorio Emanuele the Third from the north. They met in the middle. They cut the cigar in half. This blend of Toscano at that time, it wasn't the Garibaldi at that time, but now it is, cut it in half and shared the cigar, and that unified the, the Italian peninsula. So that's why they named this particular cigar the Toscano Garibaldi after Giuseppe Garibaldi, who helped unify the Italian peninsula.
0: There you go. Amazing. And like I said, my, no, my nona and no are from the northern and southern parts of Italy as well. So, the honor of that.
2: They unified their relationship and here you are.
0: There you go. Yeah, no, I get I get nice notes, like I said, that sweetness. There's a bit of that kinda rich wood. I get like a hint of nuttiness and on the retro yeah. there 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 isn't a ton of pepper, but it is like a mild kind of spice esque like it's more a,
2: it's more a white pepper than it is a dark black yeah
0: pepper. yeah 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 it's it's like a, a lighter pepper yeah like closer to a white pepper but um yeah really nice really nice and uh like i said i kind of already gone through those four stages i haven't smoked do you do you smoke the spritz as well that you, you do that and <laughs> like the okay well
2: We'll yeah, we'll that. do that We'll do that in a minute. One of the stages, too, and honestly, because we already did the first and second stage, Matt, uh, we'll go into the third one that I didn't do with the last drink, and that's cleansing the nasal palate. And this is one of the most important parts of the um, pairing session. Sometimes doing this with a bourbon can really – it can actually hurt the nose. But essentially what we're going to do is we're going to take a sip of the alcohol. We're going to suck air over the alcohol and blow the air, not the alcohol. Key, key point here out our nose and what that does is is that refreshes the nasal palate so you're almost going to go like when you have a wine and you want to aerate the wine in your mouth you suck suck the air over it that's what you're going to do here so we're going to do it together you're going to exhale through the nose you're going to get a lot of the aperol on your palate but more the prosecco or champagne through your nose and then take another puff of the cigar and see how it's changed. And if you retrohale, retrohale. The retrohale. Wow. Strong the, the citrus crazy. on the retrohale. Big time. Citrus and a sweet cream almost. There's a little bit of sweet creaminess yeah. to the cigar. Yep. Itself.
1: It's a nice really? retrohale. I'm not a big retrohaler, but I was like, you know, I'll do it anyway. That was a really nice retro hail
0: it it amplifies the retro yeah for sure. oh yeah a lot more to it yeah. um well after kind of cleansing to,
2: to that point if you were to be smoking the number four for example or the toscano duecento mat if you cleanse your nasal palate and then retro hail after you're going to get a hit of black pepper like you can't believe it's so it might make your eyes water uh, that's how that's how strong the clean palate absorbs that that black pepper sensation from the cigar.
0: Now, again, for me doing those first two steps on like so, puff, drink, puff. You know, like I already mentioned originally, those notes for the Garibaldi. The second puff, um, I notice a much stronger wood forward. Yes. note um and that kind of that natural sweetness of the prosecco uh kind of mutes out a bit of those sweet and nutty notes and that definitely that wood comes forward and you get a bit of that nice aperol bitterness that lingers on the palate as well and Absolutely. Uh, yeah it's uh it's really yeah. nice it really it really brings those other those other notes forward
2: well, and, and something else, too, to think about. Sorry, I didn't realize it got as dark as it did. Um, something else, too. I mentioned that it kind of nullifies the... what It, it doesn't nullify the, the complexity of the cigar, but it nullifies the body of the cigar. When you have a puff, drink the alcohol, and then have another puff. It's still You're still going to get a lot of those because Matt kind of touched on that before. He's like, well, I, I actually get a lot more pepper, I get, and that's supposed to happen. But the body itself, like that, that when when it hits the palate, the, the initial puff of the Toscano tobacco hits the palate for a person. Sometimes. It feels lighter. Yes, that's exactly right. It's a little bit lighter. It's a little bit more nullified, but it increases the complexity of the cigar itself.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's uh, it's really nice. What uh, what kind of prosecco are you using?
2: I am using this is so this is a newer prosecco newer I mean in the last 5 at least I I I've only discovered in the last 3 or 5 years Luneta
1: I'm using nice. a Prima Perla Prosecco
0: Treviso Nice I oh, use nice. I use one we don't have like a huge option for prosecco here I think maybe we have about like 5 or 6 main importers but one that's pretty popular is a uh, Villa Teresa Prosecco, it's a nice organic uh, prosecco. Nice. Really good. I've never had it.
2: Never had it. Yeah, it's,
0: it's really good.
2: Yeah, Lunetta. I don't know why I Lunetta because I used to buy La Marca, which is what you oh, know, a lot of people get. I like which that. Is yeah, it's delicious. But Lunetta for me, Matt, try the Lunetta if you can find it. It's really, it's good.
1: I will. Yeah, the, the Marca is one that we get La Marca up here. We buy a lot of. Uh, well, wait, we, not lately but for obvious reasons, but, uh, I know it's, it's a popular one for Nicole, um, especially, uh, it's great, you know, it's not too expensive. It's, it, it tastes great. Um, really enjoyable to, to drink by itself or it's great to mix with stuff. Um, but yeah,
0: I will, I'll try that out. It's, it's good to know. Before I run out, I'm going to try, uh, just smoking, smoking this.
2: Oh Oh. yeah. Yeah. So let's do that together before you do run out. Now, you're not going to have the impact that you do with the bourbon and the disserano, but it's still going to be good. So take a sip of what you have first, and then smoke it, and uh, let it drop on the glass. That's the biggest thing, let it drop.
0: As we stir, mix it in. Like a cauldron.
2: You really only get the Aperol. There's no Prosecco. Just Aperol. Who, me? No, no, no. Oh, I'm saying it. No, no, no. The flavor profile.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Oh, Matt. That's a good mm. one. You nailed it.
1: I've done this a few times. <laughs> <laughs> I learned it from you.
2: Now, I'll tell, tell you two. Party trick. I always go apérol heavy on my apérol spritzes. I love apérol. I went heavy mm. too. Yeah, I went heavy. What cracks me up is, is on the back, like if you ever notice on the back of the bottle, Jesus, it's good. It has the what not what to do like the middle's the good one the bad one's the bad one i'm always the bad one
1: (laughs) yours is always dark mine doesn't have that one
2: i think this is i just bought this today i think this is the new thing i also think i also think that if you remember apra was hard to find at one point during covid
0: so so do you do a one-to-one then
2: I or do, do you even uh, go higher
0: than Aperol? Like? No,
2: I go higher. I usually go. So the I think normal, what's the recipe on the back? I think it's one one to two.
1: Well, it's, yeah, and uh, then so, there's a little bit so, of soda water. But I didn't mine, use soda water.
0: Mine, uh, what I read on their site was, I'm going to use milliliters because that's what I read. Uh, 75 ml of Prosecco, 50 ml of Aperol, and then a dash of... Uh, that so, so you know, you're looking at yeah. one do, one to three quarters. I,
2: I do the opposite. I do more mm. more apérol. What I do is is I put three quarters app or two three parts apérol, two parts prosecco, a splash of club, and then I put another splash of apérol on top.
0: There you go. I actually used uh, a splash of uh, tonic, tonic Ooh. soda. How was that? It's nice.
2: Is it's it? nice.
1: I was gonna grab a topo and use a little bit of like topo chico, um, yeah. but I forgot, so I had to go just straight up. But it's okay. I think I did that last time because I remember like that idea came to me and I was like, oh, I think that's what I did last time because we we made this one before together. Um, now I think I put a little bit of topo chico
0: in there.
2: Yeah. Have you that's ever funny. done this
0: pairing with? Sorry, go, go ahead.
2: ahead. No, 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 please.
0: Have have you ever done these pairings with uh grappa or like grappa
2: all the time
1: Did Mitchell just freeze now?
2: I think so.
1: Oh shit.
3: What
2: happened? I'm glad it's not me. Oh, I'm glad it's not me.
1: oh what's going on?
2: Oh, I'm back maybe. Oh. He's there. He is. We got him. We, we heard go
1: we heard with grappa or and then we lost you. So what's Okay, the so
0: others? so yeah, my Um, with grappa or like grappa infused fruits so as a kid my uh, my nono he he made wine in grappa and then he would take like cherries or any like fruits that he would grow and then he would like throw the fruits in the grappa and and you know and prank kids by making them eat them (laughs) and watch them just like uh you know just become disgusted because it's grappa, and I actually enjoy grappa. Um, but uh, yeah, it's always it's always funny. Have you ever done a, a grappa esque pairing or, or around with some of the Toscano stuff? Because I know it's a very unique flavor and very strong,
2: yeah, yeah. So, a lot of the times, what I do when I do grappa, we had a partnership, we still do have a partnership with Grappa Nonino in Italy. Um, we I would always do something like the Originale or the Duecento or the Extra Vecchio, a much more full bodied cigar to pair with the Grappa so it doesn't nullify the cigar as much as. Like doing a pairing, for example, doing a pairing with the Grappa and the Garibaldi, probably not going to be the best pairing because the Grappa is going to overpower the Garibaldi. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. that makes sense? Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. So it's always with the more full-bodied cigar that I do the more. Yeah. That's why, like, even even the normal bourbon, like if we just did the Woodford Double Oaks that I had today uh, with the number four, that would have been a great pairing too. But, you know, I wouldn't do the Woodford Double oats with the Classico. Well, the Classico would work with, uh, like, a toscanello, for example. It wouldn't be as powerful. Yeah. You know, with the impact yeah. of the palate wouldn't be as powerful.
3: I remember sense. the
1: last time we did that, when we did the bourbon, I used, I think I used Weller Special Reserve, which okay. is weeded. But another good one would be like Maker's Mark, which is also oh, a weeded me. bourbon, because it yeah. has that natural sweetness to it already, being with, you know, using the wheat, being wheat dominated in the in the mash. Um, so I think we, then you add the Di to it, man... And I, I remember yeah. that's what I did last time, and it was it was even it was even more amazing because you already had a sweeter bourbon that you mixed with it, which is yeah. also a, a little tip out there for other people.
2: Yeah, the uh, when I do when I use Maker's Mark, I, I was just showing the bottle. I use the Cast Strength.
1: That's a Maker's good bottle. Mark. Yeah, that's a good bottle.
2: And- it's it's real nice with the Distrono. It's not too uh, it doesn't cut so much it's really nice. It's and that's the that's the beauty of this. So like, you know, I gave you guys two pairings tonight for fun. But what I tell everybody, because a lot of people after events, they'll come and they'll ask me, Hey, does this pair well? Does it it depends on two things. Number one, how adventurous and how outside the box you wanna go as a cigar smoker and a guy who pairs, guy or girl who pairs. And then number two Realistically what your palates gonna tell you that I, I can't tell you hundred percent what your palates gonna tell you So like for me to tell you you should a hundred percent taste only this it's wrong I can guide you along the pairing, but everybody's palate is different is different. It's at different stages in life. A uh, 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 a guy or Woman who's been smoking for 30 years is gonna have a completely different palate than myself It's just how it is uh, a person who smokes a maduro compared to a, a Connecticut or uh, you know any of the any of the other lighter tobaccos is gonna have a completely different sensation than than we are so it's you know right. it's it's a completely different discussion to be had
1: right yeah I mean and these two pairings tonight um, were great and I have to say I I enjoyed both of them really well almost evenly I mean, They were both. These were perfect pairings, and I, I just want to say thank you, Mike, for putting them together and for being here. I mean, they're really it was delicious. Just such an experience to enjoy, and I hope that other people can take from this, and um, can see it for themselves because it really is. It's it's very enjoyable when you get the right pairing. The entire experience is elevated. It's multiplied. A lot of times when I smoke a cigar, I you know I don't really drink a lot during the week it's just kind of me so I smoke a cigar and I don't really have a thing with it but when I do and it's the right pairing um you know it really is it's it's something special for at least for me I mean it, and it's really enjoyable and i enjoyed both of these extremely well
2: well I always say good alcohol good cigars better company what else do you
1: want yeah I know you can't beat it what
2: else? We can't. And then, it. you know, when you talk about Perfect Toscano TV. too, I have to, I have to give this plug because it's something that I've realized that's so important to understand. So for Toscano, Mitchell, I don't know if you know, knew, knew this, we have 40 female cigar rollers in our Luca factory that roll 520 cigars per roller per day on average. Wow. So these women are the backbone of our company without the female, touch without the female existence we would be nobody and and i always throw that out there especially in such a male dominated uh industry you know women are imperative to the existence of who we are you know as an industry and as a cultivation from the agricultural and cultivation side they are the backbone of of, of many companies not just toscano but i can speak only for toscano uh without them we'd be nobody so I always get the question, well, why do only women roll the cigars? I've tried. It, it was an absolute disaster. Uh, I wouldn't suggest trying on your own. For those who were at the PCA show, you were able to see. Uh, we had Maura there who was rolling all the cigars. I know that was a uh, we were. We kind of did the interview in front of uh, Maura there, so it was neat to see. But that, that process itself is an interesting process to see in comparison to the rest of the way that other cigars are rolled. So I'll leave our, our viewers and those who watch in the future – If you haven't tried Toscano yet, please do so. We're not trying in any way, shape, or form to overtake any other cigar that you have. We just want to be put in your portfolio. Matt, Mitchell, both of them said at the end of the day it's a great cigar to have. It's an offsetting cigar, but it's something that eventually does become a cigar that you enjoy and really put into uh, your everyday smoke. Uh, if anybody has any questions, please feel free to friend me on Facebook. I'm always happy to respond, and uh, I just thank you guys so much from the bottom of my heart for the friendship, number one, and for uh, what you guys do as a cigar media for the industry. It's really it's something special. You guys you guys are a huge part of who we are, so thank you.
1: Well, thank you for saying that, Michael. I really appreciate it. It's really nice of you to say, and you know, couldn't, couldn't do it without the rest of the team, so... Um, they all do a great job as well, which makes us all look great. So, um, you know, thank you to everybody at Spoke of Tobacco. But yes, thank you. Um, you know, and it's and it's a pleasure. You know, we do it because we love to, you know, and it's it's not always easy, but in the general sense it's it's easy because we love it, right? So um yeah, I mean it's it's why we're here. So thanks for being on the show tonight. Um we've definitely we're going almost 2 hours. This is almost spare notes territory. Um <laughs> it's a long show. <laughs> this show's normally usually a little more than an hour. We we went with a the little bit of the distance tonight, but it was worth it because of what we covered. So, uh definitely just I'm happy we did. But um yeah, just thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing this with us. Again, I know this is I think like your third or fourth time on the show. So, it, it's yeah. always it's always fun to have you on. Uh, and I know you get to come back on in a couple of months, so we get to do this again, which is great. Which I think that show is going to be hair. completely different, different pairings, hair. which we haven't finalized yet. We we need no. to. We're working on it. But I did I did mention the idea of maybe doing something with wine. I don't know. We'll see. Yes. Um, yes. So try to do something different for the next one so that way you know it's kind of a a very different show so um when we have those details we'll give them to you but um we're still a few months away so we're still working on that one so uh thank you for everyone who followed along by the way and watched and listened to us or if you're listening to us later thank you uh oh one thing i do need to mention uh we are doing a giveaway with our friends at jc newman that's right jc newman giving away three count them three Vintage uh, J.C. Newman vintage cigar ashtrays. Um, To get in on that, you can go to smokingtobacco.com. I will post the link in the comment section after the show. I'll wait, Um, and you can find it there. But if you hit us smokingtobacco.com, you can find the page for it. There's a there's a a, like an article or a post for it. Um, It's pretty simple. You just subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast from, Um, or you can sign up for our email newsletter. You can get entered to win, and J.C. Newman will. Ship those to you and three lucky winners will be selected um, next week. So don't miss out on that. It's really cool. It's really fun. Got to hit that up. Hit it up. Hit it up. I will share the link. Don't worry. Um, But, Mike, I mean, that's going to be that's going to be our show tonight. And I just like I said, thank you for being here. Thanks for doing this. Um, You know, I know you do these pairings all the time, so I know you're pretty good at it and shown that here today. So uh, very delicious drinks. Uh, The cigars are fantastic. Uh, and they paired well together. Um, Thanks, buddy. Absolutely. Sorry. A phone call was coming in. Um, and other than that, I'm trying to think. Uh, no spare notes this week. That won't come back till next weekend. So next weekend, stay tuned for spare notes. Um, we don't think we have any other announcements. Mike, anything you wanted to mention before we sign off?
2: No, just like I said, thank you so much for everything. and really appreciate this partnership, this friendship. If you haven't gotten Toscano yet, go ahead. If you haven't given smoking tobacco the opportunity, you better start because you're missing out on it. Oh, They're so a great nice. Team. They're a family, and that's that's something that, that, that Toscano's attracted to, that, fam- that familial sense. So, And uh, I just wish you and Nicole the best on the birth of your upcoming baby and love you guys very much.
1: Oh, we love you too, Michael. Thank you very much. And you know, I've definitely yes, learned. You. I've learned a lot from you as you've been going through this, almost recently, um, yourself. Yeah. And Mitchell has a child, and Kevin has kids. So I'm the I'm like the last one to the group here. Everyone else already has kids and they're all teaching me. I mean I texted the boys today, like, I don't know, today might be the day and they're like, Ah <laughs> so I mean I, I have everyone around me who kinda has some experience which is good. And I'm not uh you know <laughs> yeah. So when the go when the going gets tough and I start to get scared, I got plenty of people to be like, It's
0: okay, don't worry. <laughs>
2: hey and Mitchell, thank you for joining us from up north. Really appreciate you, buddy.
0: Of course, yes. Thank you. That was a delicious pairing. On and his birthday, he should be out partying.
2: Birthday, you be I, out am.
0: partying. You I am. I'm I'm here partying. He's working. No, you're, all right. you're, all right. you're all right. in my book. You're all right.
1: I, I, I was going to give him the night off, but I said, nah, you can't miss this one. Well, I, hope,
2: I hope we see you soon, buddy. Really, it was a pleasure. Sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, um and yeah, if I ever can get down to Pennsylvania, I don't know about the next couple of months. I might have my hands full, um, but... Uh, eventually yeah we'll uh we'll get down to your neck of the woods and uh we'll do some stuff we'll check it out but guys that's going to be that our show for tonight thank you for listening and watching if you're listening later thank you and also don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from and don't forget to visit smoking for the latest news cigar reviews our 2023 pca coverage brought to you by drew estate and everything else that we do here at smoking tobacco and we'll see you next week take care
2: Ciao ciao. Thank you for spending your time with us at Smoking Tobacco. Please remember to like and subscribe for more episodes and content. And as always, visit smokingtobacco.com for news and updates from the cigar industry.